0: Hello and welcome to The Alternative Podcast. This is episode 20. Uh, our recent episode was a book club we did on uh, Sober on a Drunk Planet. So if you haven't checked that out, uh, check it out on our page. Aaron, you are going to lead us with something today? Yeah. So the
1: WEF recently had their annual meeting in Davos. I think it just finished at the end of last week. So I've been watching Rebel News. If nobody's seen Rebel News, go and check them out. Um, I think, well, last year they released a long-form video. I think it was about an hour and a 15 minutes, hour and a half long. It might have just been an hour long, to be fair. Um, where they just sort of ambush journalism is always called, where they just walk up to uh, people on the street. And, uh,
0: scrum journalism.
1: Yeah, scrum. Yeah. They did call it a scrum in one of the videos. Yeah. Um, so I really think what rebel news are doing in Davos is fucking amazing. Like they're going there as independent journalists or as an alternative media source, not funded by mainstream media, not funded by any of these big corporations that go to the WEF and they're asking real questions about what these people are actually doing there? what are they discussing? What are the motives? And I just think it's fucking class what they're doing. And a lot of these people speaking to won't even entertain them, which I think that speaks volumes.
0: Yeah. What I noticed is um, they all seem like the ambush. By the way, it's called scrum. It's a scrum is an informal interview, informal interview with a group of reporters who normally gather around the person they interview. So yeah, I guess that's where it gets its term from the rugby scrum. But yeah, one thing I've noticed, and it was like evident with the Greta uh, Tunberg or Funberg or however you pronounce it, one where all these people are clearly scripted in their lives, their media lives, and this form of reporting which Rebel News are doing is real, and they can't hack real because they're off on the back foot. They don't have the script. I would have thought attending the WEF and with the history of rebel news, they might have prepared some scripts for the interviews, um, but they weren't at the least prepared at all.
1: No, they just literally, once they spot someone on the street, walking, they'll go up to that person. I think, um, there was that interview with, was it MNCB? No. CNBC. CNBC, that's it. Um, yeah, there was that interview where he Avi walked up to him whilst uh, I think one of the editors or someone high up in a CNBC was having a cig outside. And he the way he reacted to Avi just asking him, they weren't even really aggressive questions, he was just asking him questions. And he got so pissed off. But one thing I liked what Avi said is like, I'm here doing. What you should be doing, but you're here as a paid guest at the WEF.
0: Yeah, but it's exactly right. He's doing real journalism, real as in capturing what people really think about things, and they're all just crumbling left, right, and center. It's uh, you get a few of them who I don't know if they they don't r- realize what's going on, and then when they realize, oh, these guys are uh, they're not for the agenda that the we after pushing they you see them they'll they'll give decent responses and then they'll be like oh this guy doesn't agree with what WEF are, are pushing on everyone and then they go a bit reserved and then just fall off
1: yeah like well, the greta thunberg one was so weird she they're asking her hard questions the she was just laughing or being sarcastic about with her answers and then even some questions the mainstream media are answering the question for her it's
0: just bizarre. She was being um, a bit of a dick, really, the way she was acting. It wasn't like she was. Um, it to me, it felt like she loves the she loves the attention, and she's obviously a paid actor, as everyone's saying. She definitely is a paid actor, but she loves the attention because she's had it since she was a kid. all this.
1: Yeah, it's like she wasn't talking to the rebel news and i think i forgot his name but one of the guys from gb news was there as well asking asking the difficult questions too but it's like if you're asking questions that challenge her she's too important or she's she's a bit arrogant in the way she was answering the questions or not answering the questions or just being sarcastic about it like making the journalists who are asking the questions look
0: dumb yeah But then she like just burst out in like hysterically laughing. That was weird. I thought Um, the the good question was if you didn't go to school, where did you learn about climate change? (laughs) And it just oh I don't know. The great one just summed it all up though. What a mess! What a mess! um, The WEF is. The whole thing, the whole thing's just weird. And I think in Rebel News, they described it as a Disneyland for the elites.
1: Yeah, because they, they build this fake town. Well, Davos is a real place, but they build it like when the WEF's on doing their conference, they build all these fake buildings and fake shops where like Blackrock had their own building there. Like, that's not always there, just, just for this week. Like Then they talk about sustainability. Where's uh, where's sustainability in just building something for a week.
0: Yeah, because um, there was one of them. I'm, I think it was from this year's where. Everyone, all the V, I think they're called VVIPs. They traveled around in petrol fueled or diesel fueled cars. And. Oh, yeah, it was that, the Re- Rebel News interviewed another reporter. I think she was from Japan, I wouldn't say. I think it was Japan. And anyway, she had interviewed a... And the Rebel News were just praising her on her level of um, journalism because she went and fought outside the box. She went and interviewed a VVIP's uh, personal driver. Uh. She, she was on the interview. Obviously, he's not bothered. Uh, they'll, they'll speak. As long as you want to be... Don't mind being on camera, they'll speak. And he was just explaining that, yeah, we, we can't use electric cars for these types of people. Uh, the electric cars are for other people and these we have to use these ones for these. And it's just like the VIPs are like the, the, the elite of the elites I'm guessing within that industry. Um and they can't use electric car. It's just the whole thing's just backwards and I think that Davos this time round a lot of people have woken up to the shit that it is.
1: Yeah. Like um just going to that japanese uh journalist she found Klaus schwabner
0: did you see oh, that video yeah 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 she did
1: yeah. She? and then he asked where um who who'd you work for
0: yeah who you like, reported and then
1: journalist yeah uh. and he said oh like he goes i think it, i'm just paraphrasing the of, can't remember the exact wedding because i definitely won't want to speak to you then and
0: walks off yeah and turned his back on it not he yeah Mm.
1: but that sort of sums up like, they don't want to speak they only want to speak to journalists that have scripted questions and they know what those questions are going to be so they know what the answers are they don't want to speak to independent journalists they don't want to be open and honest about what they're doing it just what like I watched the Rebel News last year when they went to Davos and I thought like, wow, this is good what he's doing but this time it felt a bit different this time it felt they've pull away the Kern and show them how shady these people
0: are. Yeah. If you're passionate about something and you're doing something that's good for humanity, you would want really to like scream and shout about it. And if people are um, like against what you're doing and you honestly do feel like it's the right thing that you're doing, you'll have them hard conversations to prove your point and back your corner. Look at people like I've been watching some videos on Tommy Robinson and he believes what he's doing. Like, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I know he's a bit of a controversial one, but I'm just for this example. He believes what he's doing is right. And you can tell that he's passionate, he believes in it, and he believes it's for the goodness of the world or the country. If you look at these people like Klaus Schwab and stuff, they're just they're they're not passionate about it. They don't like fucking you can't feel any passion in even the speeches that are scripts, script scripted. They don't even script it in a passion, passionate way. It's all very monotone, very much. I just need to get this done.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, you need to say these buzzwords, tick some boxes, and then move on with what they actually want to do. And they, that's just how it feels. And then when you're when they're being asked these difficult questions about sustainability or the environment for example like how, why can't they just stand on the street and answer these questions why i've just got to walk away from it or not answer it or it's like if you're fighting for an agenda that the wf claim to be pushing like all the pros for what they're doing then why are they not pushing it to independent why are they not speaking to your average joe like your average journalist why do we only speak to these multinational media companies that are helping fund or being funded
0: by WEF. it just makes it just it stinks doesn't it? it's but this time round, it's blatantly obvious it's so blatantly even if you're slightly suspicious of it it's so blatantly obvious like what's going on it's um i don't know it's a bit avi does didn't do as much as i thought he was gonna do on Rebel News. Avi's a good host, if you want to check him out. But, um, I think that Ezra... Is it
1: Ezra? The older guy.
0: What is he called Ezra? I don't know his name. The glasses. With the glasses.
1: Yeah, I think he's one of the founders of Rebel News. He didn't go last time, but I think he saw that Avi was on something and then like, quite a few of them went out this time.
0: And I don't think Avi can get the interviews that he... Once could have got, um, because of his face,
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a bit he's a bait face now,
0: yeah, because he tried to interview was it the New York Times when she was sat down outside the cafe? Uh, was this last year? It was this year, was not it? I remember he he, he interviewed a
1: journalist, well, tried to last year when she was outside a cafe. the other
0: person said you need to book in a time,
1: yeah, that, I, I think that was
0: so, last year, yeah, all right, it might have been last year then, yeah. Yeah, so there's not much from him, but he was there.
1: Um, but if anybody's not seen it, it's definitely worth checking out.
0: Rebel News, and to be fair, you've got to take your hat off to Rebel News and Russell Brand.
1: Yeah,
0: and then um, pod, uh, YouTube channels such as Redacted as well. Like they're doing, they've got the, a big platform, and they're doing justice
1: yeah people who are just calling out the elite shady business
0: yeah which
1: i think they're uh <clears throat> a lot of these corporations are claiming that they want the best for humanity but whether you're left wing or right wing it doesn't matter now like at the end of the day what matters is these corporations can't be trusted they've never you've never been able to trust corporations so whether they're saying they're for climate change or for the health of humanity, you can't trust them because there's always an agenda behind it. And you can see that 100% in the way they handled dealing with independent journalists, like you said, they weren't passionate about it. So I don't think, and I'll say it time and time again, I don't think it, the arguments between the left and right are helping at the moment. I think we all need to like get together and, Go against
0: yeah honest. and even on that passionate thing, um, if you look at someone love him or hate him or question him, Elon Musk he does he goes on Joe Rogan if Klaus Schwab really cared about what he was doing and he wanted to convince the normal people like myself you are 60 subscribers uh, and then the six million subscribers that are subscribed to Russell Brand. Go on the Russell brand and have an interview with him. Go on with uh, Joe Rogan and have an interview with him. If you are genuinely trying to help humanity, just go on and speak to him. Or well, why are you not speaking to him? Why, why would people like Elon Musk go on? Why would Donald Trump, he said he would not He would go on to the Joe Rogan podcast. I was something Joe wanted him on. But I could imagine um, Donald Trump to go on. To
1: yeah. The podcast. Well, I to- feel like these elites that, that go to the WF are the ones who... They're so scared of slipping up. So if they were on a podcast with Rogan for three hours, and he slipped up, then it just fucks up like the whole plan. So I think they're so scared of like slipping up that they won't put themselves in those positions, which obviously shows that there's some some other agenda behind the scenes. If you're scared to have a three hour conversation about something about something he's written books on. He's written, how many books has he written? Like two or three books about this new way of living, this new system that he's fought off. It's but so he-
0: obvious. The, 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 these guys, they'll only do interviews with the big media companies. Who are they funded by? BlackRock. What is BlackRock? It's the fucking financial department for the Great Reset. And they'll only keep it within that tight little circle of, Cult, even of companies, it's a cult of companies, it's a cult movement, yeah. And it's the it's fucking there, yeah, it's black and white, like it's you can see it, play it clear as day. Um, and then you get like people that sort of this is what we need to rely on a bit more of people that are in that industry or that cult. That come out of it because Tulsi Gabbard, I know she wasn't within in the WEF. I don't know she might have been, but she is connected from
1: the Democrats Party of America. Um, I think she was she was like a she was in it for a good while, wasn't she, in politics? I think she wanted to go for president, didn't she? I think so, but she's come out and you can listen to her Rogan interview. It's fucking sick
0: like emotional that
1: interview yeah she is basically calling out all the corruption which is what's needed people like that and there are people in positions of power who probably have that side of like that side of humanity that they should come forward and do exactly what she's done
0: Well, another reason why I feel like what Tulsi's done is important is me and you can sit here and talk about it all day. Um, Alex Jones can talk about it all day. Russell Brand can talk about it all day. And we'll just get labelled conspiracy theorists, as as we always do. Um, And people that have been in it and then come out, they can no longer be called. They're evidence. They're, They're not theorists anymore. They have evidence. They've been in that circle and come out of it you can't label them as conspiracy theorists, they're truth. Um, so that's why more of the people within need to come out and talk about it. And that's why I think Tulsi Gabbard, she, she will, um, trigger more people to come out and talk about it.
1: I hope so. It needs to sort of crumble from within, from the outside. It's just us shouting at her. It's like a shouting at a skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then no one's leaving. But then once people start to leave, and then more people leave, and then there'll just be one person at the top. Well, I don't know who's at the top,
0: but I don't think it's Klaus Schwab. No. person not the so, top. Yeah. Might be a higher being.
1: <laughs> but anyway, going on from that, um, <clears throat> what I find strange at the moment, and I've seen it a couple of times, our big, like members of the WEF coming out and saying there's going to be a recession this year. So, BlackRock have said the central banks are purposely going to cause a recession. This is BlackRock saying it in 2023. But the weirdest one I've heard call for a recession or call and say it's going to be a recession, and you might want to get this up, uh, you guys to find a video on YouTube, is Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. He says there's going to be a recession this year and he tells people to not spend the money. And he says, if you're looking at buying that big screen TV, he goes, I'll just hold off for the time being and keep your money like, tight. So if you can find the video, of the video of him saying that. But I find that really weird because he owns probably the biggest e-commerce company in the world.
0: Um, Don't spend. Yeah, he's telling people not to spend money. Wait for your Amazon token.
2: What I can tell you is uh, the economy does not look great right now. Things are slowing down. You're seeing layoffs in many, many sectors of the economy. People are are, are slowing down. Um, The probabilities say if we're not in a recession right now, we're likely to be in one very soon. So my advice to people, whether they're small business owners or, you know, is. Take some risk off the table. If you were going to make a, a purchase, maybe slow down that purchase a little bit. If you're an individual and you're thinking about buying a new you know, large screen TV, maybe slow that down. Keep that cash. See what happens. If you're a small business, maybe uh, delay some capital purchases. Do you really need that new piece of equipment? Maybe it can wait a little bit. Have some cash on hand. Just a little bit of risk reduction could make the difference for that small business uh, if we do get into even more serious economic problems. So you've got to play the probabilities a little bit. Be reasonable about it. Take as much risk off the table as you can for yourself. You know, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst.
0: Wife? Is that his wife? Or new girlfriend or whatever? New girlfriend, I think. He... It's
1: weird that he's telling people not to spend the money. What the heck? <laughs> it doesn't make sense, does it? No.
0: I can't even like, work out why he would give that advice. Don't spend any money. Oh, I don't know. It's weird because um he owns Amazon. Say so not spend any money. He got shitloads of data on us and chat GPT fours coming. This apparently these that have hold of it at the moment and they're not released it to us. Hmm. So I don't know what they're doing with, uh,
1: I think there's something big happening and I think the elites want a recession right now. Um, Jeff Bezos giving advice, people not to spend money. We're going to head into a recession A recessions
0: recession will be caused from people being scared of going into a recession. The thing is well, Jeff Bezos doesn't care about people. If you look at the way he treats his employees, Prepare for the worst. The guy that's hoarded the majority of the money on the planet. But well, they literally putting print money and put it in his pockets, aren't they? Hmm. And he's saying, be careful. You f-. It's funny, right? Because he's quite high up in this... Um, shit tip of elitism. Bill Gates is and they both recently split up with their wives. So. I
3: don't know what they've signed.
0: <laughs> it's questionable, isn't it? I think it was questionable as soon as Bill Gates, um wife left him during. During. Yeah,
1: COVID,
0: but... Epstein, Epstein stuff was coming out as well. No. Yeah, all of that came out and then he was Making all of the drastic... It was around the time he was making the moves for COVID, was not it? Yeah. He was pulling some of the strings. And then they just suddenly split up. Bezos has been on this island as well, hasn't he? Has he? Is he on the list? Probably. Seth Rogen's on the list. What? Seth Rogan's on the list. Is he? Ah. Should we find the list? YouTube's going to hate us even more.
1: Well, Seth Rogen did that, I think I've mentioned on the pod pod before, that really weird Christmas movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck's happened to Seth Rogen, man? I'm super bad for this. Yeah. (laughs)
0: He's a dirty (laughs) bastard. I knew about that one. Bill Clinton. He's a dirty bastard. (laughs) He's a dirty <laughs> Chris Tucker. Oh yeah? What the fuck? I swear he's like, left Hollywood now as well. Spent a week in 2002. Took trips with Epstein. It doesn't say they were t- on his album. On his island. Yeah. Elon. Advised Elon. This isn't necessarily saying that they went to the island though. But this is
1: like contacts with him.
0: Yeah. MIT. Oh Here he is. He is just the worst guy that you can (laughs) possibly even look at. Apparently he has
1: a, on some algorithm that scans the internet and sees he's talking
0: negatively about him. Oh really? Yeah. I'm not surprised actually. Well, he's just, Microsoft basically just bought chat GPT, um, open chat GPT bot.
1: Yeah. Well they've introduced it to their cloud service as well. Yeah. Uh, chat GPT on that subject. I think they're going to start charging like 40 quid a month. 50 quid a month? month. Yeah, something like that. Jeez. It's
0: probably worth it. (laughs)
1: There's a a free version on a paid version. The free version won't work if you're using it at times when there's high demand.
0: Oh, right, okay. Stephen Um, Stephen Hawking went to it. Did he, Alex? Well, was it say he went to it, or was he an acquaintance? Harvey Weinstein went to it. Yeah, he Stephen Hawking in two thousand six attended a barbecue at Epstein's at a Little Great St James's Island. There's a website, Epstein's Black Book. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Nine and nine,
1: uh, one thousand. 971 names. All oh, right. I'll
0: share my screen now. Well, here's a picture of uh, Stephen Hawking there. Oh, yeah. Probably won't re- really recognize a lot of these, though. No, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, so these other sites will have just picked names, the most famous names out of it, I'm guessing. Yeah. Ah oh, shit. Right. Let's have you got another topic? Uh... Now should we go into the tech stuff? Yes, we can. Right. Let me get it up. I'm not gonna share it, I'm just gonna speak through it. So the next segment of the show. Is um, technologies that are out now, available sort of now, and gonna shape the future. So the first one is called. You've probably heard of this in the past. Like I think it's been spoken about quite a bit. But it's called cryo, cryonics, cryonics, cryonics. Yeah, but what it is is basically like companies that are out there now that freeze you. Oh and as soon as you're dead they freeze you and then they've just got all these people waiting to when technology catches up to revive them
1: yeah well, that's funny you mentioned that because I just watched a film the other day called, uh, shit, what was the name? demolition man I think we watched it when we were kids it's got her uh, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes in
0: right okay I, think,
1: <laughs> I, I recognize the name but I don't know it uh, what happens is so Wesley Snipes is a criminal. And um, <clears throat> Sylvester Sloan's a police officer. Yeah. But he's quite like a destructive, you know, destructive cops that do anything to get catch the criminal.
0: Oh right, like a leafer.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying leafer, but. Yeah, so basically in the beginning, um Wesley Snipes holds these people hostage. And then uh but there's like explosives everywhere, and Sylvester Slong catches him, but blows up the building and kills all the hostages. So they both get sentenced, but their sentence is seventy years in a one of them cryo, cryo chamber.
0: Oh right, okay.
1: Yeah, um, for seventy years. But in the future, uh, I think it's twenty thirty-five. The um, LA is being run by some. He's a bit like a Klaus Schwab kind of figure. Like. Has everything in order and everything, like. is done his way, sort of thing. But he wants to add a bit of disrupt. He wants. So that there's like an undercast of people that live underneath LA. Underground. So he defrosts um Wesley Snipes to go and kill the leader of that group. But uh they defrost, and then the police, but the police don't know about it. It's only him that knows about it. So the police defrost Sylvester Sloan. to so like fighting in the future. Oh my <laughs> God. Think. What the hell? It's, like a, it's just like a 90s action film.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But what's funny is when you watch a film, like if you swear and stuff, like there's things listening to you and you get charged, um, like a fine and you call it a credit. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. She I might give that a watch then. Demolition man. Yeah, do you put on a you put on a, that for the for the pod people um for the pod for our audience? Uh Wesley Snipe uh Wesley Snipe's Demolition Man uh, police scene. And it'll it'll like kinda give you a picture of what the future's like. Well what they portray
3: as. Firearm. This device was widely utilized in
2: the urban wars of the late 20th century, referred to as a pistol. A Look, piece. I don't need a history lesson. Come on, Hal. Where the goddamn guns? You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Oh, fuck you. Your repeated violation of the verbal morality statute has caused me to notify the San Angeles Police Department. Please <laughs> remain where you are for <laughs> your Yeah, right. Fuckers are fast too. You are one credit for violation of the verbal morale.
0: Protect serve in place. Four minutes, fifteen seconds lapse. Maniac is imminent. Request advice.
2: With a firm tone of voice,
3: demand Maniac lie down with hands behind back.
2: Simon Phoenix, lie down with your hands behind your back. What's this? Six of you, such nice, tidy uniforms. Oh, I'm so scared. What, you guys don't have sarcasm anymore? Maniac has
0: responded with a scornful remark.
2: Approach and repeat ultimatum in an even firmer
3: tone of voice. Add the words, or else.
1: Simon Phoenix! Lie down, on the ground, or else.
3: Anti-graffiti activation program activated. Aborted. Human presence detected. Safety override code accepted.
2: Lucky number seven. Oh! we're police officers we're not trying to handle this kind of violence
1: it's uh the movie's all right it's just like 90s action film but um
0: the message of it is weird
1: Yeah. Like just the way they portray the future. You could actually see some of the things that uh, they've put in there
0: happening today. Yeah. Like, right. Like really soon as well. I mean, that's what like, what 1984
3: was written in like 1930s, was it? So
0: to have signs of it then, and obviously I wasn't alive then, but to see the world today. And just compare it back to what people explained it to be like back in the nineteen thirties. It's weird how they would have predicted it back then. Um but this is what they would have seen coming, like where we're at now, and what we can see coming is this coming
1: through. Yeah, it's like we've got police officers asking that um device how they should handle that thing. Ben. Like, we talk about, like, weakening, humanity getting softer. It's like the comment where he goes, well, police officers are not supposed to deal with this kind of violence. But then when they defrost Sylvester Stallone, they think he's, like, really, um, like, primitive and because he's, like, very brutal in the way he is. You think everyone there is, like, shocked by him because they think he's just really primitive and he's, like, violent and he came from a really
3: violent, and horrible era. Oh, right. Shit, that is literally society today.
0: Yeah, come comment here. Comment here says, in the movie, he's supposed to be a villain. But in but as society becomes more like this, he's now the hero. Shit. Yeah, because he was a class of the villain in that film, I'm guessing, right?
1: Yeah, he was a villain. Sick villain as well. What is he Snipes is OG man.
0: Yeah, Blade. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: he's in prison. Yeah, so that was one of them um, to freeze people and people on the list with. I think it's with this company. It's yeah, co- Walt Disney on it. Mm, what was his actual actual name? Is
1: that? Just a rumor. His name was Walt Disney on it.
0: Oh yeah, I think it was just a rumour, because he doesn't seem to be on this list. Doesn't listen that big, but the people that are alive today that are signed up to it is Seth MacFarlane, the family guy, (laughs) Larry King, Simon Cowell, Paris Hilton and
3: Britney Spears. So when will they be frozen?
0: It's unclear when and whether these people will be, or oh, it says unfrozen. The technology to freeze people is not perfect yet and there can be irreversible damages that can, that will never be fixed, but it's improving every year. On the other hand, technology to unfreeze people. Oh, I think there's another typo. It's unclear to see when they'll be frozen and the technology to unfreeze them obviously isn't here, but you can freeze people for whenever.
1: It's like if they've got cancer or a terminal illness. They'll freeze them until there's a time where there's a cure. Unfreeze them and then cure them.
0: Yeah. And then just bring them back to life like with the technology. Yeah. It could be anything, like if they have heart failure, like robotic heart in the heart in the future.
1: Yeah, anything. Weird. Actually.
0: It's like um very doable, I'm guessing. In the future. Yeah. Um, if
1: you can set the technology, yeah.
0: You can see it definitely happening. It says that for each one of these, it should we be scared? This article is by Luca Rossi, by the way, from Medium. So I'll leave a link to this article in the description. So shout out to Luca Rossi. Um, It says, should we be scared? Not really. Did you know what else? Cheats, death, CPR, that all literally stands for resuscitation. It's not, it's more scary of like when they're going to be brought back alive, just like the, what you've talked about with Demolition Man. Imagine you die and then you wake up and it's the year like 2200. Yeah.
1: It's scary for you because you don't know what, <laughs> what kind of world you're going to be going into. Yeah. Imagine waking up to that like from death. Even if you got frozen in the
0: 90s, like they did, and got brought defrosted today. Mm. Yeah, well, we was having this conversation, like, people that have been in prison for a long time, there's, how can they adjust to the real world? Like, they went in, yeah, the 90s, 80s, 70s, and then come out this year.
1: Yeah, and the world's a different place now, completely
0: different. Yeah, they don't know what, like... You can't even fucking say anything or speeches, actually. Yes,
1: if you're in prison, like for that long, you probably won't remember what the world was like before you went in anyway. You just all you all you'd really remember is prison. But if you're frozen, all you remember is when you the day you were frozen. It'd be
0: like, a, I don't know, I'm assuming it will just be a flash, bite Because when you died and you come back alive, you'll just literally say I was died die here now. Well, my body's frozen, I might wake up. So you might just literally, you could be driving, get hit by a car, die. And then you wake up and five minutes later. They'd have to like, you have to go
1: through some rehab, I think, before you, they let you out into the real world probably. Yeah,
0: they'll have to like, keep you uh, in quarantine.
1: Yeah. Not that kind of quarantine, don't. Well, you mentioned like, that kind of quarantine, what if there's viruses that are out there that the rest of humanity's immune to? And you're not like, no, you just die within a few months. It's not happened When <clears throat> um, the West colonized America,
0: it brought they the, diseases. uh,
1: what disease was it? Um, smallpox. Smallpox. Is that what it was? Yeah. And that's what wiped out most of America, like the, uh, native Americans.
0: Well, I guess when the technology is there and you're bringing them back to life, you'll be able to do a full rundown on their body to make sure. Yeah, I
1: guess they're so. clear.
0: They're clear to like, to be. They're clear to be able to leave, and go. So they'll, yeah, they'll have to go for rehab. They'll probably have to go for tests, and then I don't know. You, most of you will probably be robotic at that point.
1: Yeah. To be fair, I've watched two bloody films about. Uh, Cryo Chambers I watched that Idiocracy as well
0: I'm not saying that either Idiocracy Yeah This is a comedy Yeah It's it's alright He gets frozen as well
1: Yeah he gets frozen And then Defrosted And what happens Oh he gets frozen And then forgotten about So he's only going to be Frozen for a year (laughs) But then The military base That there's running the tests gets shut down and then they forget that he frozen <laughs> and then he gets sent to some landfill site in the future um this is a like massive pile of landfill and then one day pile of landfill like has an avalanche and then uh, he comes out of the chamber and in, in the future but that's more like say say it's taking a piss out how people are getting stupider and stupider
0: Right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Idiocracy.
1: Yeah, so, um, what's his name? That, that uh, Terry Crews is the president.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah.
1: Is it worth a watch? No, uh, it's all right like, if you've got a spare hour and a half.
0: It looks kind of, uh, it looks interesting to be fair.
1: But I heard Joe Rogan talk about it quite a bit, so I thought I'd just give it a watch.
0: Have you watched that Don't Look Up? Yeah, um, came out last year, I think, didn't it? Yeah, that's well.
1: Um, like the message behind that is, quite like, serious. Yeah. Even well, that, oh god, they say the message behind that's about climate change, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you what? Oh no, you haven't watched Avatar yet, have you? Because I already watched Avatar one, and the message in that is, well, serious. Hmm. But then people don't pick up on it, do they? Um. Uh, before we start the next one,
1: um,
0: just want to, as we're talking
1: about uh, films and futuristic like, sci-fi future like, based in the future, have you noticed that like, there's a running theme in films where they're set in the future and they're always like, it's always like a dictatorship or there's things where
0: technology is being used for control yeah it's a technology side of it which is technology run by an evil man
1: yeah whenever they like portray like a future it's always portrayed in that way
0: yeah run by well the most, the scariest one's fucking matrix yeah like Way beyond future type. Well, that's not future, is it? That's present. Yeah, it's future. Is it? Well, we living now. <laughs> There's future when robots take over the world. Yeah, but well, is that not like what we live in now? But when we die, we're just in a simulation. So is that present? Isn't it? say that like we're in that now.
1: Well, the Matrix is the present, but when you escape the Matrix, you go into that real earth. And that's all been overrun by artificial intelligence and robots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so on that is the next one, which is the rise of artificial intelligence. and I'm going to show you some exhibits. So Right, let's just start with artificial, you know, chat GPT. But AI are now doing like photos. Um, Look at this one. Is that a house party? Isn't it? Yeah, I watched it on Lou later. It's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> This one here in it? Proper creepy, their eyes, man. This is AI has built yeah. these. But it's it's this is like crazy now.
1: It's like look how many fingers she's got.
0: Yeah, that's uh, what they were identifying on it, were not it? Knuckles are weird. Like oh shit, you can probably I don't know like this one though, for example. Her
1: face is a bit too shiny in the back.
0: Yeah, her shoulders, everything. Yeah. Even then, man, like, girls be putting makeup on, like, and sweating. I don't know if it goes like this. Polishing the face with Mr. Sheen. This one, like, take away the hands. Yeah. And the weird phone that they're taking, or whatever they're taking a photo on. Weird
1: jawline as well. It's like, proper, like.
0: This one's the fingers as well. And. Yeah. Someone was counting the teeth. Here. Oh, yeah, way too many teeth. It's pretty creepy though, isn't it? The ha- on this one, the hands I can tell straight away, but like, the teeth are... Oh, the bear teeth, there's loads of teeth in that. Oh, this one, she just looks like a standard normal person. Yeah. Those are she, to be fair. This one, the teeth look weird. These are creeping me out, man. But this is like where these ones are funny. This is where like the tech is now. Yeah, it's so close, isn't it? You could literally like create an alibi for someone. Yeah. Through AI. Yeah, and then look at this one, right? Someone told... Oh, let me stop sharing for a sec. Someone told AI to... Let me see. I'll see what the actual um,
3: thing that they told them to do was.
0: They just said, um, recreate Family Guy. Have you seen this one? No. Recreate Family Guy as a live action sitcom. So they just told AI to do that right with whatever's out there at the moment.
3: It's a rare condition This day and age To read any good news On the newspaper page The love and tradition Of the grand design Some people say It's even harder to find Well then
2: there must
3: be Some magic clue Inside these gentle The blues with tenderness Please
1: go by There's room for you Room for me but gentle hearts and opportunity Days go by It's the bigger love of the family Issues of it still, but it looks
0: just like it Yeah, and... Were we talking about it on the last podcast or were we talking like after podcast about it? Oh, yeah, we are talking after podcast. That it's going to get to a point where no one creates anything anymore. The machines do it all.
1: Yeah, you can, you'll probably have like a Netflix will come out with something where you can just create your own movie and you say, tell Netflix, or create me a film with Keanu Reeves, Brad Pitt, Wesley Snipes, like any, all your favorite actors, you can have them in one film.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can just bespoke the whole thing, you can be. But, right, this is what I was looking into with this stuff, right? And how you're going to consume stuff now. And I think I was looking into it to start off with gaming, right? Is you can get them, well, in the future, I guess, or close future, you could just put like a hat on where it connects into you or your link or whatever. And if you want to play a game, what it will do is it will feel how you feel. And run the game how you want to run it. So you're in your virtual reality thing, but it's connected to your new runs or whatever in your head. We're not scientists, by the way. We don't know what these are. And um it will go off all your previous data, like all your other runs and all the other games that you play and where you're scared, where you're happy, where you get sad on the game, and all you it will just take into account all your emotions of all the data of all the games you've ever played. And then when you're playing a game when it gets to a certain point where it's learned so much about you and people who play a similar way to you, it will know if you've had a long day at work and you put on your game, it will just be one game that you play, but it will just take you through whatever's best for you at that point in time.
1: Yeah. Um, like it knows what you want before you even know what you want.
0: Yeah. It will just be able to, and it will be the same with content. It will be the same with how you consume Movies, but movies will probably be non-existent at that point because you'll be the main character in the movie. And it will be your own thing of just whatever the fuck you want to do.
1: That's when you're living in the Matrix.
0: Yeah. That's where it's headed though, right? Yeah. And that's
1: where AI can manipulate you. Clever enough to do that.
0: That brings me to that game that the old Rockstar devs are making called Everywhere. It's like this, just share the thing. Have you seen much on this game, Everywhere? No. Everything. Everything anywhere. in one place. Time for a new world. You're not gonna need another game. That's the one. It's gonna be interconnected to metaverse or whatever you want to call it now. And it's just gonna be it. It's one game that you play. And it'll just connect. It'll just have updates on it all the time. Yeah. And it'll be free. I bet you I bet you it's free. Hmm. You just access it, and then you've got to buy clothes, and it's going to be like a MMO, massive um, multiplayer online game.
1: Yeah, where you just buy skins.
0: Yeah, be Ready Player One.
1: Yeah, and you can be anything you want to be in there. Well, that was a metaverse, isn't it? That's where it's going to head.
0: This Matrix, where you just logged in, and it just... It will just, in the future, get to a point where it just gives you whatever you want.
1: Everything is pointing in that direction.
0: Technology points in that direction. GPT-4 is... You're just taking everything away from humans and sticking it to a robot that can do this shit. You're just getting a brain and putting it into a computer. But 10x, in... well not even 10x, in. a x in the brain. Yeah. To a point where it's just inconceivable and humans are just obsolete.
1: Bloody hell, <laughs> It's not that AI picture, where it's like, can you predict hum- uh, Can you show us the timeline of humanity?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are just getting integrated with. Yeah, you're doing these cables. But then we're looking at it like we'll um, connect with um, technology, and it's like everyone says, yeah, we'll embrace it. We'll work with technology. No technology. We're just going to be fucking sucked into technology. <laughs> we're not going to like have cyborg cyborg arms where we've got super strength. Yeah, it
1: might go through a period where we're half human, half cy- like, half like cyborgs, and then the next development from there is, what's the point in having a human body that's going to die, and deteriorate?
0: Yeah, just take your body, your brain out. Yeah, fuck your soul. Just bring your body, to your brain, and put it into this computer. Yeah, and it's just like, take your consciousness
1: and stick into a computer, and you do just become a cable.
0: Yeah, but that's all we're doing anyway, we're just starting by putting the computer into our head, and then just keep evolving with it, keep evolving with it, and then will get to a point where the computer just takes over, like, we're just a computer. <laughs> I don't know why, Do you reckon
1: we'll be cyborgs in our lifetime?
0: Yeah. Think about it, right? What are we in now? 2023? When did you, what What year? I think it was 2007 when I got my first phone. So yeah, it was 2005 from where phones were then to where they are now. They've got like thinner and they've just, these are just like insane. Well, then I wasn't, in 2005,
1: probably, even like 2010, I wasn't, I could have survived without my phone. But now, like, I could have gone, like, a week or whatever, two weeks. Even though I could have lived without a phone and been, not missed it. But now, you can't really, if you didn't have your phone for a week, you'd miss it. hmm
0: Yeah, a day. You'd feel so disconnected from the world. It will be ridiculous. I can't even, if I didn't have access to technology or um, the internet, which is technically technology, I would not be able to do anything. But in this, where I live, where I'm geographically located, I wouldn't be able to work I can't go to a um, a shop and be like, oh, are you hiring? You'll be like, no, go online. Yeah.
1: So uh, I'll say probably over the past 10 years, we've got so integrated with technology. I don't know why I'm in rate
0: when you think about it. Mm. And then you think about things like that, it's just little things like we used to have, Five years ago we had wired headphones. I was like fuck the wire Bluetooth connection. Wireless headphones, wireless keyboards, wireless mouse. Um it's just progressively in terms in the name of convenience, we are being sold better stuff, more convenient. It's like I bought a new headset which is wireless, and I've wondering it because I just thought, well, why would I have one with a wire when there's one without a wire? Yeah. Next it will be like, why would I hold my phone when I could just inject that fucker into my it neck? It in my head. Yeah. And then you have it in your fucking head and then you're talking, you, it's connected to this chat GPT-4 that's coming out and then you don't even need to talk to it, you just think things and it fucking recognises what you're thinking and then, I don't know.
3: I reckon within 10 years' time, that's the big thing.
1: Neuralink.
0: On that, do you want to hear about another piece of technology? Yeah. Have you heard of nanites or nanorobotics? Go on. So... It says nanites or nano robots that will one day surround us everywhere. They'll be, I think, another word for them smart dust. They'll be literally the size of dust, which you can't see. Um, but they'll be everywhere. They'll be in the air, the water, the surfaces, in our body, on our food. We'll pass through them constantly. Like we'll be eating them and then piss, um, urinating them out. Um, and they'll be able to adapt to certain situations. So you could get, if I don't know how it's going to work properly, but let's say all these things are everywhere. And you've probably seen it in movies where they just like, create something really quick, like a hammer. And then, yeah, like, thing, yeah, like you're running away and then you just create your hammer. Gets
1: his suit and then, yeah,
0: yeah. So it's like that, like that. yeah, because you can get them to be a hammer or you can get them to create a. Like a 3D printer and print them out for you.
3: Um, But
0: what do you think about, have you heard of these things?
3: I've heard of nanotechnology. I don't know how, I
1: don't know too much about it. Um, But I guess it's like loads of mini controllable like dust sized things shape into whatever you want it to be.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it would work. Maybe you'd rent a subscription to have access to them and they're fucking everywhere. And whenever you need them, you just use them, (laughs) but it's just weird, man. And it says here they will be used to, they can be used for things like cleaning the environment, 3d print, anything on the go, cure any illnesses, go off to explore planets, control the weather and everything that you've probably seen on sci-fi they could they'll be able to do. Um it's basically like a superpower. Yeah it says here um like, should you be scared and it says whoever controls the nanobots will control everything. And it'll be like controlling the movements of people. So imagine like you've just seen that thing on demolition, man, or the police come up because he swears. Imagine having all these robot nanobots around you, which can like group up and fuck you up, if you like say a swear word, and yeah. they start attacking you. Or the guy, like, I don't know.
1: How, far how close is that into like development?
3: I feel like anything is like
0: pretty feasible these days. Twenty thirty, Jesus. In ten years' time, nano. This is from twenty twenty. In ten years' time, nanobots in your blood might keep you from getting sick or even transmit your thoughts to a wireless cloud.
3: This is why when you're saying like.
0: I'm not gonna say it actually on YouTube, but you know what I mean. I <laughs> can't but be Yeah. They can transmit your thoughts over a wireless cloud. They'll travel inside of you on a mo- molecular whatever level. Molecular. molecular level, protecting your biological system, ensuring you have a good and long life. <laughs> they always put like a positive spin on it, but then they'll say. But then they
1: will be able to read your thoughts. Oh,
0: but they'll put something proper like fucking like, a good and long life. <laughs> like a fairy tale happy ending. And then the paragraph below will be like, but you can turn into a machine at the click of a button.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they can stop your heart at a push of a button or something. <laughs> That's what would happen though. They'd be able to do that if they're inside your bloodstream.
0: Yeah, they'll just control your Everything.
1: Yeah. Because they kill you you press a button. You just die. Heart attack.
0: But it's like when we was on the combo with uh, Jay, right? Is. um, well, It's scary stuff, but you get a company that's got the control. Because if you look at Apple, right? And if you look at it from the elite to one big organization, Apple's their marketing company. So if they release a nano technology and say, you don't need to have a smart uh, Fitbit anymore, exercise watch. You can do all your exercise through these nanotechnology. People would just be like, yeah, 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 give me that. Yeah. Apple's like the perfect marketing company for these guys. it just connects to your phone by Bluetooth. Yeah. Get them in your body. It's when it becomes
1: like intrusive, like that, that's where it gets questionable for me. At the minute, technology is like, if I wanted to, I could take my watch off, I could throw my phone away, turn my laptop off and just leave it. And I could go for a walk in the woods without any technology there and just be away from it. But when it's in your body,
0: you're around it. There's no escape. You are now technology, is you. Yeah. That's the um, inevitable end that we're looking at.
1: I guess the line is where how intrusive is quite intrusive now and it's not even in our bodies yet.
0: Yeah. But it's like there's fucking shitloads of different technologies that are all advancing at once and they're all equally scary. Like if you look at virtual reality and the way that's progressing, that's scary. And then you look at what Elon's doing with, um, Neuralink, which is obviously in your body, you look at nano um, nano robots, or they're going to probably call it nano like, medicine. Yeah, you know, take some nano medicine and fucking get rid of your gosh, get rid of your Um And it's just like a fucking group of things that are just
1: yeah, it's like it's all coming together at once, and it's all pointing in one direction that it's going to be. The next level up in tech is for it to be intrusive in your body to actually become one with technology.
0: The biggest question is why are they doing this? <laughs> what the fuck did he want? What's the point in it? Just fuck up. Do you know what I mean? you think that what
1: Where where is the uh, what is the end goal? <laughs> taking away like all the agendas and everything. If all that stuff wasn't around, still, what is the end goal like? What what's the point in keeping developing more and more tech
0: that's only going to make humans more and more obsolete? Yeah, we're pretty much at a point now where we know. This Chat GPT thing's just shown that this is—they basically just released something and said, "Here's a little sliver of something fucking massive that we've just built."
1: Is it to make us an intergalactic species?
0: I don't know. But, but right, you look at it from like ancient times, and we have all these theories that a high, they've spoke to a higher being. They had these. Um, Epiphanies, awakenings, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't connect to what we're doing today as a human race. It doesn't connect to the moves that we're making. Or does it? Is this what we've been taught to do? Or is it just human nature just to not know what the fuck to do apart from something? I think
3: like
1: ancient civilizations, like the Graham Hancock, Graham Hancock's version, they must have taken a different path of development to
0: us. Their technology was something completely different to what we see as technology.
1: Yeah, they developed in a different way than what we're developing at.
0: Yeah.
3: But surely if
1: they were still humans on a human nature, their goal would be to keep on growing and growing and growing until they become intergalactic species, which I think is what this is all going to lead to in it. So
0: a struggle when I, because I've been looking into um, a lot of Hinduism at the moment, um, if you've been a long-time fan of the show, then you're probably aware of the journeys that we've been on. and These gods, like Shiva and maybe not Krishna, well, yeah, all the gods' names, right, they, way back when, what their names were, this is just a theory, isn't it? I don't know if this is true, but their names were what we call, like, the atoms today. So we. Things that are already on Earth, not man-made stuff, but have electric, electric, uh, electric whatever. Like um, Shiva was a name for a, a part of an atom, you know, you get the neurons, electrons, the language that we use today for an atom. They were what they called the gods back in the day. And these were so important to ancient life. They didn't need to create all of this scientific equipment. They managed to manipulate the atoms in a far easier way than we have today. They used the energy which was already available in a far greater way. And then that might explain how they managed to build a pyramid with some sort of like force. But it's just been taken out of context so many times that now we're at a point where it's that well, yeah, you learn a bit about atoms in science and GCSE in school and then you just fuck it off
3: and you don't care about it again.
0: And then when they're reading these ancient scriptures and stuff, they're only relating them to the what we can physically see today. But they would have been on about other stuff back then that we can't even comprehend. Like it's not even in our mind at all. I wonder what their goal was, then. They must have been way more further ahead than us.
3: Yeah, like you said, we've taken...
0: They, it's like it's as if they, or I don't, you don't know for sure, went straight to what they needed to do. Someone must have discovered, some scientist back in their day, must have discovered something early for them to go straight to the point. We've taken like a fucking a left turn somewhere, and then capitalism's just fucking killing everyone. And then the e- evolution of humans is just getting a bit weird because
3: these uh, people in high places
0: are just they're not, they're not going to invest think about all this stuff that's in the world. Now, just take money out of the equation. All these people that could be working. I think this is what uh, Jay was trying to talk about what, maybe not to this sort of depth, um, you have all these people in the world, probably far more than they had in the ancient civilizations. Imagine everyone was working on, right? Why, why are we here? Why are we fucking on earth? Like, what, let's have a look at what we've got, get every single mind on it. There's enough money in the world to fund that, if that's what you need. There's enough people to build stuff and food to make us actually figure out what, the what, what, what them what knew back then. Yeah, big boys don't want that. So maybe you think they had it. the answer as to why we're on why we're on the planet. Maybe, and they might have just they might have used the energy on the planet. This is all cons- completely conspiracy theory from my my head. Don't say it's conspiracy; it's just a theory, is it? Yeah, just theory. Just they, right now. they might have used the energies that are around us already—the electrons, neutrons, protons, whatever—similar to what we think CERN are doing or what CERN are doing. But they must have done it in a better way and then used what's on Earth with what's in outer space, with the other elements that are out there. And they might have just pissed off to another dimension. They might have, um, gone out of space. They might have just, I don't know. They might just be doing something completely else. Something else. They might look back at us and think, fuck you know what happened to you What <laughs> Why have you fucked up this pod? They might look at Earth and think, God, oh, you lot are a waste of time. Telling you lot what to do, or helping you lot,
3: where a lost cause will go. The future of humanity seems weird when you think about it.
1: It's gonna make me ask questions now. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's but piss- everyone's just pissing around, though, isn't it? Really, it's like. We're so fixated on growth that we'll do. We always want to do one better, 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 and then that's compounded into what we are today. But then in 10 years time, what's that going to compound into in 20 years time? What's that going to be in 50 years time in a hundred years time? we'll. Uh, I can't, the only thing I can see is that they want to go into space and explore that. That's the only thing I can
0: see and um, have civilizations in space. Yeah, but it, even this is what I mean Like by watching Avatar. Um, once they do that, all they're going to do is find some shit in space to exploit on the next planet and exploit the shit out of it until a point where they need to move to another one and they're just going to leave this vile like trail of shit behind them, I Was yeah, seen them, being a part of it. <laughs> but something must have happened way back. This might be why Graham Hancock is getting a lot of hate because he's going against the agenda in a way that means people need to stop and fucking think about what the hell's going on. We're all worried about designer clothes and a fucking trying to graft hard to get a Ferrari and make your bank more, the bank that you work for, more money when even money doesn't actually mean anything. That's a fucking illusion anyway. No, nothing means anything. <laughs> Apart from what's here, and that's what yeah. it comes back to with like the atoms and the energies that are around us and that shit. This is like the shit I've been... I think me getting into spirituality has been a bit me- mental because I'm fucking deep thinker, and I'm looking into something that's deep anyway, and going... I'm not going into spirituality as in I'm not reading the fucking newspaper to see what a Leo... What's gonna happen to a Leon next month?
3: That's astrology.
0: Yeah. But spirituality is connected with the energies of like the earth and of, of I guess. Well you have to think about it like that because we have these massive fucking rooms with all this heavy machinery. Um which is trying to crack the code of why telescopes and all this shit of why we're here. Like what, what's the reason? What the big question is why? Um, yeah.
1: Well, the thing is like, we're pushing for space exploration, but we're not even fully understand what the fuck's that, what the earth's about.
0: Yeah. But the cycle of earth, it means something.
1: Yeah. Whereas I think with humans, like I think we're quite arrogant in the fact that, oh, we have we know enough. Now we're ready for space. Yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, we're quite, uh, realistically, we don't know anything. It's like, yeah. And the, the thing is, like, they're arrogant in the sense that like, they're not willing to listen to people like Graham Hancock and listen to his evidence and try and figure out where he's coming from. It could be could he be on something here, but like, he's just Graham Hancock's just an economist that went into this and he's found evidence and looked into shit. And he looks, he looks like he's stumbling onto something, but maybe he doesn't have the expertise to push it a bit further. Whereas if he had the support of the, like, the archeological community behind him, then they could all go and push and find out what's going on. But well, did you watch but, them guys that were on Joe Rogan
0: <clears throat> recently? Yeah. Like this- talking about
1: Atlantis? Yeah. 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 Them guys. No, no, actually. But right, I saw oh, a, a
0: on, on that episode, they were talking about. Well, Joe Rogan was basically saying, "Why do people not believe Graham Hancock? Why is this such a problem? Like everything's. It's not no longer conspiracy. It's now evidence that he's found. Yeah, what's going on? Do you know with like the, I don't know the way they see rivets in certain parts of the land and stuff. And he was saying, um, he didn't say obviously ego, but he was basically saying, too many people would have been riding this wave of there's nothing there for too long, like there's no one now that can disconnect that because the thought thought of saying they're wrong at this point, it hurts way too many people's ego and that's what the problem is. That's what the problem is with the modern day is definitely ego of humans. I think, I don't think we should have advanced with egos, that's our problem, the greed sort of creates an ego and these people, and what what was kind of happening now is these elites who own the banks, who own all of these high corporations, they're greedy, but then they're trying to market us to be greedy and be like, well, I need a new designer um, suit, I need a new best car, that's how I need to fancy this, fancy that. So we're all just like living around greed. and. Likes on fucking Instagram
3: rather than looking at
0: real possibilities.
1: (laughs) Try and answer the question that everyone wants to know.
0: But no one can be asked to find out now. What the fuck are we doing here? There's only, like, think about our our generation and then, God forbid, the um, generation below. No one's going to give a a fuck why we're here. Like, you ask why do you think we're here? I don't give a fuck. That's literally an answer you could get today. If you went to the pub or went to town and went to a club and said, and just having a convo with someone was like, what do you think the reason is that we're here? People are like, I don't give a fuck, man. We're here to get fucked up. Yeah. Life's too short, mate. And all that.
1: I guess that's why we're doing an alternative. To ask these questions. We don't know the fucking answers, but we can ask them and ponder on them and read shit to try and figure out We'll probably never get there, just us two, but I guess that's what life's about, though, isn't it? You need to uh, have questions and a burning desire to answer those questions. Whether you answer them or not, doesn't matter. Like, Try and do your best to answer them and think outside the box.
0: Well, the spirituality, half of it is... Ignorance is like the root of most of all evils and that's the society that we're living in today where people are ignorant. They just want to work on themselves, not, not work on themselves in a spiritual way, work on themselves in the way other people will perceive them, not the way they perceive themselves. And I think that's a big problem is people aren't happy with themselves, but they're happy with the way other people see them. Yeah. And that drills into ego. Um, but all this spri- spirituality stuff I'm reading just says, in, just let go of the ego. Once you've let go of the ego, you've let go of all the shit that comes in your life. And if you actually think about it, the ego is the creation of mass shit in your life. It's the creation of stress. The ego is caring too much about external yeah, Factors. That's all your ego is. Yeah, because you're looking at the consequences of them actions externally. Whereas, if you do something you're not happy with, you're not going to punish yourself. You're not going to look at yourself and think you're. A fucking idiot. Yeah. You're going to be like shit. I fucked up. That's a lesson, and you'll you'll find that fuck up valuable. But instead, everyone gets fixated on. Shit, I've done that, what's everyone gonna think of me? Hmm, yeah. Which is just ego. And I guess it like kind of gets drilled into you from a young age anyway, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it does. Next book, after Sacred Mushrooms, is Ego is the Enemy. So that should open our heads up a bit about controlling our ego.
0: Yeah, that's definitely going to be a timely book, I think, for us to read. Yeah. Um, because we've been talking about ego a lot, and I think it's a lot more important than I first... I knew it was important for a while, but I'm beginning, since looking into spirituality, seeing that it's a lot more important than anyone could possibly like. know.
1: Yeah, a lot of it is down to egos of, a lot of what we see in issues in society, it's just down to the egos of people in society, whether you're elite or
0: the average Joe. Anywhere, anywhere, any class, then you're affected by your ego, unless you're completely detached from it. and. I guess some, that's why people get to a certain level of uh, spirituality, right? And then they go and be a monk. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then I see that side of spirituality and I see what, like what are they doing for humanity?
0: They're just meditating all day. That's what I mean. <laughs> and I think you can go like
1: from being like fucking massive egotistical, like Donald Trump, for example, he's got a big ego. Then could go to be a monk, but surely there's somewhere in the middle where you can, uh, you can be, and that actually have a positive impact on the world. Instead of just in a monastery, because imagine if everyone became a monk and just meditated, like who's going to, where's the food going to come from?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, imagine you just meditate for like eight hours a day and then you, yeah, I guess it'll be like small knit communities where you take shifts in meditating and then take shifts. Meditate.
1: and um, growing your cups.
0: <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm late, but like, you, your work is um, meditation. Fuck, I'm late. But... <laughs> Um, Yeah, but I suppose like, if you're going to take it in like two different ways, like Donald Trump or a monk, it's like, well, I guess it's like finding that balance, isn't it? And that's like maybe the key to life is like helping humanity whilst detaching yourself from... Helping humanity,
1: but not doing it to make yourself look better, doing it because you actually want humanity to prosper. I'm not because you want anything out of helping you at all. Like you don't want any personal gain from it.
0: Well, that's a hard thing to do. Like stand on the corner and preach spirituality. You, no one's gonna fucking listen.
1: I'm not saying do that though. But there's ways you can learn. If you detach from your ego, then there's things you can do in the world. Like I don't. I've not got the any ideas of what to do, but there's things you can do that can have a positive impact on humanity. Like, we'll look at the WEF and they're claiming they're doing all this stuff for for humanity and to help humanity prosper. But we know there's an agenda in it and they didn't get to the positions they are in through being selfless people, helping everybody and anybody. No, they did it by helping a few people, maybe standing on a few people, but then helping another few people and standing on them, helping, standing, and then got to the positions of power they're in today through not, they've done it to better themselves. Anything they've done has always been to push themselves up higher and higher up that hierarchy, which is their ego. They're claiming to help people but they're doing it for their ego to feed their ego because they know the, how much they're getting out of it.
0: Yeah. And it's like their egos evolved from a different sort of level to how you would say Donald Trump's ego is these guys have an ego, which they've got all the status they're up there. They've got like a lot of control, like now they just need to keep hoarding power.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it's not it's not like an in your face kind of ego. Like if you have listened to a Bill Gates interview, you wouldn't say he's got an ego. But he doesn't get into that, that position of power without having an ego. Whereas Donald Trump, he's a bit more, he's a bit more in your face. That's why I used him as an example because I
0: mean, that's why he was easy for everyone to hate. Yeah. Whereas these other people, they've got we can't comprehend the level of ego they've got mm. because they just. Think about how big their ego is, right? They can do whatever the fuck they want and get away with it. Yeah. All right. They must be past the point of empathy, <laughs> their ego must have taken over there. Because if you look at someone like Donald Trump, you can still tell down in his heart he's got empathy in there. You can tell in his, in there he's got empathy. But when you yeah. look at someone like Bill Gates, because they don't flaunt themselves, they're not emotional. You look at him and think, you actually don't have anything inside you. Mm. You're just a fucking rot you're rotting away from the inside. Soul is soul to the devil. He fucking is the devil.
1: And has become the devil. Shit man. The phone's gonna get fucking punked. On Microsoft Windows, we are
0: saying this stuff. <laughs> Shit, I like windows more than Apple as well. (laughs) Um, Here's a question for you. To end it on. If you could sit down in front of Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Jeff Bezos, and whichever other fucker wants to sit on the table, but he won't because they're scared shitless of talking to a normal person, what would you uh, say to him? Can I ask him one question? If you could have a conversation with them, what would you say to him? If they said, Yeah, I've got 10 minutes, mate. I'll come on the alternative podcast. Would they be open and honest? Uh, Yeah, let's just say you, you have a company. Yeah, you have a willing conversation with him. You're not having a scrum, you're not having a forced interview. You just see him and think, Oh, you have 10 minutes of your time. And he's like, Yeah, what's up? Yeah, it's a good question, actually. I think that's a good question to ask. Anyone. I would like to ask that question to someone like Russell Brand. What would they ask? But do you know people that are proper into it, like us? Hmm. And I'd like to ask it to Russell Brand because he's um spiritual and he articulates what he says very well. You say good, yeah. And he thinks about stuff very well. What would you ask? Or what what you said before, that's what made me provoke the question, isn't it? Oh, did I say it? One of us said it is like, what are you doing? What's the goal here?
1: Yeah, <laughs> what is the goal here? If you're getting honest, if they could. But they, a- they, they would just, <coughs> just feel back. I'm trying to think of a question that am not going to know what the answer would be. It would just be we're trying to develop a sustainable future where everyone's diversity and
0: yeah, I guess that's why you asked if it's going to be a no, no bullshit answer or not.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm trying to think of a question to ask him.
0: Where... If you took the truth pill, then you would just go, ham, like, go crazy on him like, how many kids have you fucking t- took the island? <laughs> <laughs> now I can dwell on it and then bring that one up on the next um, interview if you want, the, the next podcast, sorry.
1: Yeah. I will think about that, actually. Because I would want to think of a question that's going to catch them off off guard a little bit and you can get something out of it, not just the rehearsed shit that they always say. Because if you ask them what, what is the aim, they're just going to tell you the rehearsed WEF stuff that we hear every day.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They probably recite that stuff like it's the Bible. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Right, we'll let the audience think about that question too. Hmm. Yeah, we'll call Use it. Yeah, uh, we'll call it. We could, uh, yeah, call it. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. See you next nice time. Nice one, guys. See you later.